Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Naked Podcast. I am Marsha. And I'm Timji. I'm Staff. And, and let's, let's get, get naked with it. Hey. So today we're going to have Timji read our Reddit story for today's topic, which is toxicity within the family and cheating so it's gonna be a really good episode so let's do it okay guys so for my reddit story i decided to do one that is an aita we're gonna replace the a word by bad guy am i the bad guy for not tattooing my stepson's name on my arm with my kid's name i'm 36 male my wife is a 35 female i have two kids from my first marriage nine-year-old male and seven-year-old female. I have been married to my wife for four years. We have um, one daughter. She has an eight-year-old from her first marriage. The kids all live with us. My kid's mother has visitations one week at a month. Her son's dad is not involved at all. I have the names of my oldest two kids tattooed on my arm. I just recently added the name of my youngest daughter. My wife and I were talking about the tattoo, and she asked me if I'll tattoo my stepson's name in the same round as our daughter's. I told her I have no intention of tattooing his name. She was shocked and asked me why. I said I only have the name of my children tattooed. She said I am excluding her son, and he is part of the family too. I refused to tattoo his name and proceed to only tattoo my daughter's name. My wife called me all sorts of things. Am I the bad guy? Oh, wow. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, you choose what to put on your body. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you married the woman. So the, the son, I mean, her son is not officially yours. Like, you have to take care of him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to say that he wasn't the bad guy at first. But then I heard that he got a new daughter and he, put, he tattooed her name on his arm. So I feel like that's kind of sad because now the son, I mean, the stepson is going to look at it and be like, well, he doesn't love me as much as he loves the other kids or maybe I'm not enough or something like he's going to make it about him and feel sad. So I think that that's not a good behavior, especially if like he married the woman knowing fully well that she had another son. So if you don't like somebody's kids why would you marry that person he said then he has a new daughter so that's his stepdaughter as well or his no. actual daughter his, his actual, actual daughter, daughter with, with a lady mm-hmm. um i personally don't think it's a bad thing i mean like those are they're all his kids and i could understand why the father would i mean the son would probably feel kind of excluded but i mean it's his body he does what he chooses but I don't think that necessarily like makes him a bad person for it. But I could understand why the son feels like not valued as right. much as the other children. So I'm not saying he's a bad person. It's just that the situation is sad and mm-hmm. could be overwhelming for the other child. Yeah, for sure. And not feel like good enough. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like he should have just like threw it in their faces because he mm-hmm. said that he was discussing it with the kids. Mm-hmm. And then he said he would not tattoo um the stepson's name mm-hmm. because he's not his child maybe they don't get, get they don't get along or something but still that's not a reason i mean i don't know how old the child is or how respectful or disrespectful yeah he is so because we don't uh, all we that don't comes really into account mm-hmm. it's a but, boy a eight-year-old boy and then, mm-hmm. i said how disrespectful oh i don't know um i don't know but i don't think the lady had the right to like call him names for that yeah. i mean it's okay to be sad and cry or whatever, but like calling people names because of the of a decision they make about their bodies, I feel mm-hmm. like that's immature of her. Yeah, and I mean he don't he don't necessarily have to how can I explain this? Like he don't have to do anything, especially that's not like his blood, if that makes sense, because those kids are his blood, so it just makes more sense why he would want to like tattoo their names on his skin but I feel like that discussion didn't have to be made in front of the son or in a place where the son could hear it because now it's going to seem like of course the son is going to compare and be like wow because he's not my actual father he probably feels like I'm not his like son and yeah I don't know the relationship that the son has with Mm -hmm. his actual father so yeah 
but I think maybe the father would agree with something like that. Um, they said the father um is not present in the son's life, so mm-hmm. okay. Well, yeah. that's just sad, but yeah, that is sad because that son probably looks at him like a father, yeah, figure. So yeah, yeah. So let's get started on our topic for the day. Like Marsha said, we are talking about toxicity in the family and cheating. Um, I think this is a really good, um, amazing thing to like talk about because I know many people struggle with knowing how to like talk to a family member and express if something is bothering them or not. Because I feel like sometimes, um, this is just my opinion, but sometimes family members feel entitled to certain things when it comes to like their child or to a family member so I just wanted to talk about it because I know this is something many people struggle with in infidelity so I feel like it's just a great topic to touch on yeah definitely so um to get started what does family means to you guys is it important if so why family for me is very very important like I say that all the time I love my family and I listen to them even though we don't agree um, on things all the time, like we don't always agree with each other, but I still respect them and consider them as like um, my support system. I think that the way that everyone turns out, like their family has um, kind of like um, an impact on that. Mm-hmm. So I believe that family is very important and that one should always try to like have good relationships with their families. But if their family is toxic and stuff like that, then you know what to do but in case that it's not i think that family is very important and even if your blood family like your biological family isn't like um they're not what you would expect them to be for you you can still have another family like it doesn't have to be your biological mom or dad you can create a family on your own so Mm -hmm. um family is very much important for me yeah that's true i like what you said you did mention toxicity and you also mentioned having a great relationship with your family what does having a great relationship with your family looks like to you, Marcia? Um, A great, uh, healthy relationship to me just looks like where there's boundaries set for the parents and for the child. Because like I did say earlier, I feel like sometimes um, parents look at children as beneath them when really you should you should just look at that child as a human being, like however you would look at any other human being. And be able to have that conversation with them. I feel like healthiness just includes where it's like having those conversations. Like if I'm a child and I say you hurt me, I don't need you to be upset. I need you to understand where I'm coming from instead of playing the victim game or blame game and be like, no, it's your fault. So I feel like it's just allowing your child to just um like be who they are and know that they're going to make mistakes and that you're going to be with them throughout all their all their troubles of course like as a as a parent you do have certain obligations like to guide that child in um like because I'm a Christian it's like guide that child in the Lord's way but also knowing that that child is is gonna make their own decisions you know so that's why I always say like if you want to be a parent you have to know that this child could be something totally different and if you know that you can't love and or like just be there for that child then I just feel like you just shouldn't be a parent yeah can I add something yeah I think that a healthy family looks like um a family where no one is like scared of the other like the mm-hmm. child is not scared to speak up and the parents are not scared of the child's reaction yeah. to their decisions and stuff so that's what I think a healthy family looks like like mm-hmm. everyone is comfortable around each other Mm-hmm. And knowing that it's okay to have those uncomfortable conversations, yeah, you know, so because I, I feel like I see this all the time, especially like within the Haitian community. It's always like a lot of times I feel like parents are just kind of like so judgmental of their child or so like they feel they feel like, oh, I don't know if you ever heard parents say this, but it's just like, dang, I did all of this and this is who this child is like. How can you, how do you feel like your child can ever come to you when you speak like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you know, we have certain expectations, but I just feel like it's it's unfair to place that on your child. Like, you lived your own life, and you have to know that, like I said, this child is going to make mistakes, and you need to be able to be there with them throughout those mistakes, you know? So that's just my opinion on it. Do you want to touch on that, Demji? Actually, you guys already said pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. What I wanted to ask was, since we talked about 
um, a healthy relationship, we should probably touch a little bit what toxicity would look like in mm-hmm. a family, like in a relationship. What do you guys think? I think you should answer this, Timji. What do you think? What do I think? Yes. Um, honestly, I believe, like Stefana said, it's just if you're scared of each other, that's a sign of toxicity as well. If your parents um, don't feel comfortable to talk to you about some stuff, they feel like you're going to react in a bad way. That's toxicity, like we said. And if your parents are, like, jealous of you, you see what I mean? Sometimes you have, like, mothers who are jealous of your daughters, um, fathers to their sons, like, vice versa and all Mm -hmm. of that. I feel like um, that's toxicity. If um, If you have to do some stuff, like, and like hiding what you're doing, hiding the person that you are because you have your family, that's toxicity right there. You you need, um, I feel like in a healthy family, like you guys said, you should be true to yourself. Everyone is true to themselves. They can express themselves. And if you cannot, if it is different from that, it is definitely close to toxicity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also I feel like toxicity is just like feeling like your way is the only way. Like you're the only one who's right. Like you're not willing to, understand where the child is coming from or the child is not willing to understand where the parent is coming from because sometimes the child themselves can be toxic like a parent can do all that they can and the child will still keep doing whatever they want because they know that parent is going to be there which is where I feel like that's where boundaries come into play like you as a as a parent you can't let that child walk all over you you have to like set those I don't want to say rules because I feel like when I hear rules, it's like trying to say like I'm trying to control. No, no. But like healthy. There should be some healthy rules. Healthy yeah. rules, you know, because at the end of the day, like they always say, um, you don't you don't ever want to like look back and be like, dang, I was I was too busy trying to be my child's best friend that mm-hmm. now they're out here and they don't even know how to like do this thing called life. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you, you're going to have to be that villain in the child's I is not a literal villain because you know when you're a child your parents tell you no you think that they're trying to keep you from something when really they're trying to protect you they're trying to save you from experiencing something that they probably went through so it's just like having those healthy rules and knowing where everybody stands you know what I'm saying so yeah. yeah to me toxicity in the family is when you feel like you always have to prove yourself to that person mm-hmm. like you always have to work harder than everybody else to just um for them to know that you're enough that you're deserving or worthy of their love or um support and stuff like that but and also um if like a family member does something to you and you don't appreciate it and you tell them about it and they still keep doing that like they still have that same behavior that is toxicity especially if you've talked to them about it like multiple times so yeah yeah and i think another thing is just talking down on a child or a parent like because your family is where you should go to to feel loved and i know not many people have that which is why they have to like go out and get love from like different places whether it's good or bad because the family is where you should be getting that love you should be getting that support you should be getting that respect but many times that's what the family is what gives us toxicity they are rude to us they're disrespectful they do and say certain things that they know that can be abusive even though if it's not physically like verbal abuse is a real thing which is why like you have to watch what you say because I feel like you know your your relationship with your family really just sets that foundation of your future relationships whether it's with friends or with a a partner a romantic partner like that sets the foundation of it so if you don't get that love support that you need from family it can be kind of hard to know what's a healthy relationship or what's a bad relationship when it comes to like your platonic or romantic partner you did say that sometimes people have to go like out there to they have to go like out there to find love from mm-hmm. something else or someone else so do you believe that people can create their own family it doesn't need to be blood related definitely i feel like that's what staff said earlier is that like you can create your own family it doesn't always necessarily have to be biological because sometimes our biological family is just not good for us and there's other people out there you know, that will love you and support you and guide you and be there for you. Like, you know, like there's spiritual mothers, there's spiritual sisters. If you go to church, like people that can help you if you don't have that loving home. 
So yeah, astrology. Yeah. Okay, so Staff, you did say something about getting your point across, like a family member talking to them about a behavior or something bad that they did. How do you get them to understand what you're saying? How do you do it in like a respectful way and loving way and everything? Well, the key word here is respect. Um, you just have to talk to them like as an adult, if you're an adult, and just um, explain like what you're feeling without leaving anything behind. Like um, I remember that one time my mom did something or somebody told me she had done something and I wanted to talk to her about it. And I was like, um, you did this and that. I don't like it. Um, and here's what you did. And here's how it made me feel. And she was mad that I told her about it and she was saying things like okay or like I don't remember exactly what she said but she she sounded mad I did not want to get mad and start an argument with her so I just decided not to respond to her message and when I got home I called my dad and I called her and I'm like okay let's settle this this is what I said this is what she said and my dad was kind of like the judge to tell us like who's right and who's wrong and he was able to like help us see that I, the way I presented the topic to my mom wasn't disrespectful or anything, but she she just de-escalated the <laughs> the conversation and stuff. But I, I wasn't mad at her about that. Like everybody has feelings, you can't really predict people's reaction to what you say or what you do. So um, I I think that just expecting anything coming from the person is a way of preparing yourself for that conversation just be sure that you don't say anything that you'd regret in the future yeah definitely um the way that i do it is just that i don't like texting people about it i just go up to them and i tell them that you did this you did that and i don't like it and please don't do it again because we don't want to get to a point where i wouldn't care about it because once i stop caring about something i just stop being respectful not not coming in a in a way where it's already has hostile i think that's how you pronounce the word but just um making sure that i don't know i feel like this can just apply to all kinds of conversations is that no matter how this goes how do you think you'll react like what do you think you'll feel within that moment because you feel like if if you feel like if that person says something to you and it will kind of just like destroy your spirit and it will make you want to like act in a hostile manner i would say to first pray first and really try to like just settle your emotions first before you go into this because like they were saying like you never want to say anything out of just feeling hurt or just feeling angry but I do think it's just being vulnerable with your feelings as well and letting this person know like hey you hurt me you probably didn't mean to but this is how it hurt me and I need you to understand that and um you know once if it's two mature people having that conversation I feel like you know it, it should be able to be said and then it's like, okay, so how can we move forward? Because if I'm having the conversation with someone, it's not about am I right or am I wrong or are you right or are we wrong? But it's just like, okay, this happened, but how can we bring this together and do better in the future for me, in my in my opinion? Okay, let me add something. I forgot to say that um, what the person told me about my mom, what I confronted her about, it was a lie, by the way. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't know. I thought that it was actually something that she did. And that's why she was so confused that I would tell her about it. And then she got mad. That's why she reacted the way she did. And then when we talked with my dad, that's when we both realized that she did not say what she, what they told me she did say. Um, and that we were just, it was just a misunderstanding and stuff. And, and I think that also shows that it's good to have those conversations because if you didn't have that conversation, you would have assumed something and exactly. ran with it and she would have had her own assumptions. And it's good sometimes to bring someone into the mix just to make sure that it, I think that's called like a mediator yeah. to just make sure like nobody gets too too loud or whatever, but that everybody says what needs to be said so that, you know, whatever anybody needs in that moment that they can get. Yeah, exactly. Um. I wanted to ask a question. So do you guys think that families, um, the parents, like, need to stay together for the sake of the kids or? Absolutely not. Like, um, I don't believe in this. I don't believe that anybody should do it. And I've seen people do it and say things like, oh, we have a child together. I have to endure this situation. 
because of my child and stuff like this. The child did not ask you for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you made the decision and you're you're trying to find an excuse for yourself, like to be comfortable with yourself making that decision because you know that you know fully well that it's not the right decision, but to give yourself an excuse, you say that it's for the sake of the child. I don't believe that anybody should do it. Um, but there's there's limit to everything. So it kind of depends on what your decision is, what you're doing and what the situation is. If somebody is living in a toxic relationship, like somebody has a toxic relationship with someone else and they're married and stuff and they have a child together, like first of all, the other person, the toxic person knew beforehand that you had a child with them. So why would they choose to do something that would hurt the child? So I feel like even if you have children with somebody and you feel like you cannot live with that person anymore you should not do it you can still have like a a healthy relationship with the person and not be with them so yeah definitely um i think that sometimes people would do make um the decision to stay when they are in a toxic relationship because of a child end up regretting it and they end up um, taking it out of the child like saying because of you i exactly. did this i did that exactly and then making the, um, the child feel uncomfortable guilty. and guilty like mm-hmm. you said um i also think that at some point you have to be selfish you have to be you have to love yourself in order to like have the space to love other people so definitely leave if you feel like you have to leave Mm-hmm, definitely I agree 100% with what both of y'all said because I know many times parents think it's the best thing that they're doing because they want that they want that family structure where it's the it's the mom it's the dad and it's the child but you create more damage and, and in a way you probably subconsciously um is like teaching you're subconsciously teaching that child to stay in situations that aren't good for them which is why many times you know as a child you may find yourself in bad relationships because that's what you've seen your mom or your father endure and it's a it's a really sad situation so I would always say like to never stay in anything like I know where if talking in the context of marriage things are a little bit more difficult or not as easy to just leave because it's so much that goes into marriage where if it's just like a boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing but regardless like you have to you have to like do what's best for you so that you can love that child properly and show that child what what you should do in situations where you're not being loved properly you're not being um cared for so I feel like it's important yeah, and sometimes because of that toxicity, like the, the toxic relationship with the child's parents, like um, let's say the mother has a problem with the dad. I've seen people like take it out on the child mm-hmm. and saying that it's because of you and stuff like that. Like I was seeing on Instagram um, I sometime this year, this lady was beating the child because of the baby daddy. Oh, my God. Like I that made no video. sense. It's a baby. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just I just personally feel like just bringing a child into this world, you have to be very careful and careful with who you're having a child with because people be knowing like you'll be seeing the red flags. Like I feel like no matter how great a guy is or a woman is, sometimes the red flags, even if it just be a second, it still presents itself. But many times we just want to give people the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, no, like that was just like a one time thing. But it's like. If you're with someone, if you do not see this person being a good father, you would not want him being the father of your kids. Don't exactly. sleep with him. Exactly. That's 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 really my my thing. Like if you're with the man and I mean, whatever you want to do, if you want to sleep with somebody, I mean, that's your own business or not. That's your own business. But if you're going to sleep with someone and you have a child with this person, because I see this many times, there's like people will have a child with the guy and like they'll be like, oh, my gosh, he ain't nothing like he's crap. But it's like you knew exactly like you knew you know what i'm saying but you you still did it like i'm not i'm not trying to judge here when you're doing certain things it can't just be about you especially when you're bringing into a a child into this world who did not ask to be here 
So yeah. when it comes to having children, like I don't, I don't play that, which is why I respect when someone says, I don't think I can be a good mother or a good mm-hmm. father in this time. Cause I'm like, at least you're saying something. Cause many times people are out here having children, knowing that they can't really care for that child. They right. just out here having children, which I think is selfish. Yeah. And that's why they be feeling so entitled when it comes to that child. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We definitely need to talk about parents who are entitled when it comes to their child. I think honestly. that is, I think it's because of like what they went through mm-hmm. and they feel like they have the right to like um I don't know how to say it but let's say like let's 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 take a mother for example when she goes through labor and stuff like that like she suffers a lot and then when the child comes in this world then she feels like she has a right um to make any type of decisions or to do anything um for that child because mm-hmm. of how much she suffered Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that it's because of what the parents have gone through that makes them feel this way. But that doesn't it doesn't justify this behavior. Yeah, and I personally don't agree with that. Like you bought the child here. The child did not say, Hey, can mm-hmm. I be here? You know, like you bought a child here. That's why I said, like, if if you know in your head, if say if you're a Christian, right? And you have a child who who grows up and they're like, you know what, I don't want to be a Christian. Do you think you'll still be able to be there for that child or care for that child? Or say you want your you want you want your you want to have tons of grandbabies. Let's say you have a child who doesn't want to have kids. Will you still be able to love and support that child? It's so many different scenarios. And if it's a no, then you just I feel like you just shouldn't have a kid. I feel like you just shouldn't have a kid, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's just my opinion on it. I mean, I'm not a parent, so you know i i'm speaking from the lens of a child but i do feel like me when i do become a parent um i need to just know like anything can happen like anything can happen you know which is why i feel like it's so important to just pray over your children and cover them by the blood of jesus because when you grow your child in that way in the lord's way even though if they depart from it they will come back to it it may not be in your time your time manner you may not even get to see it but i do believe that it will happen so that's just my opinion on that yeah um i definitely agree with you like with everything that you said if you if you feel like you can't be you cannot be supportive of your child if you have one in the future then don't have a child just yet like just wait until you feel Mm-hmm. because I feel like it's also important to say not because you support something that means you agree with it exactly because yeah. like you know what I'm saying because yeah. like say if you have a child who is I don't know like for example they they come out that they're gay mm-hmm. and you don't agree with that I mean you can still support and love that child you you may not have to agree with what they're doing but it's that love that will bring that child from you and I feel like that's why many times kids hide things from their parents because they're they're scared and they don't feel that welcome in that love that mm-hmm. I'm here for you I understand you and I may not agree with it but right now I'm your parent and I just have to like listen to you and just be a listening ear to you exactly and you don't have to judge exactly I'm starting to feel like I would be a good mother now oh my mm-hmm. gosh go Tim G <laughs> how do you guys think infidelity um affects a family as a whole like child and parents um okay so basically it depends on who's cheating really yeah and oh. who they are cheating with that's oh, i see what you're saying but i don't think it depends on who is cheating it does depend on who is cheating so if the mother is cheating is the one cheating on the husband it will affect it so much more because of like how guys are than if it was the man who was cheating on the mother. Oh, so you're saying like the the woman would be more comprehensive towards a man cheating on her than a man towards a woman? Yes. But that's not healthy though. I know it's not healthy, but I'm saying that the way that it it affects the marriage is different from Rose cheating. Like if the mother is cheating, they're going to accuse her of like everything, call her all sorts of names. The guy may even go and ask for divorce or whatever, doesn't even want to like work through it you see what i mean mm-hmm. like give her no other options than just like and sometimes some of them even go as far as like making the child go against their mom for cheating yeah. um and it depends on who they are cheating with like i said if they are like a little bit of a older couple and let's say that the mother did shit with a younger guy 
you see the scenario, like you see what they're going to tell the child and everything. Mm-hmm. And if the dad is cheating, let's say that they are cheating with the mother's sister or something, it will affect um, the relationship so much more. The dynamics. That's, yeah. yeah. That's why I say it depends on who's cheating and who they are cheating with. All of that affects it as a whole. Yeah. Because um, I thought that cheating, like, whether it be the mom or the dad, equally affects the family. But from what you said, um, I think that you're right. But it shouldn't be this way. Guys cheating versus women mm-hmm. cheating. It doesn't make no sense. Like, I mean, I don't know. I feel know. like it's the same thing. And I feel like, I, um, like, it's the same thing. It should be the same thing. But cheating is cheating. Yeah. Yes. And it's not excused. Whether it's a woman or a man, exactly. it's not excused. It's never excused to me. Yeah. And if I was a mom and I was married and someone was cheating on me, I don't think that it would. I would let it affect um, my relationship with my child because some yeah. some people they will be like your 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 father's son. You're the just same like your dad. Exactly. Yeah. And then they be taking it out on the children for the dad, taking their frustration on exactly. the child. Yeah. Exactly. I hate when they do that. I understand what Demji's saying. Um, it's really not fair that cheating is looked at differently from, um um mom or dad, but it does happen. And I do believe that it does affect the family as a whole, because many times as a child, it's hard not to like, let's say, for example, your dad cheats on your mom. It's very hard to not look at your dad like a cheater, even though he's a great father. But because he's not being a great husband, it's so hard to kind of differentiate between who like is this a good man because I feel like if you're a good father you should want to be a good husband as well like when you hurt your wife you're hurting the children as well and when you know we see as kids like say like you you did notice or did experience one of your parents cheating on your other parent it's very hard and it's hard not to like build resentment towards that person which is why I feel like parents should have that conversation when infidelity is caused because many times they try to just hush about it it's like it happens and nobody ever speaks about it ever again but you know that child still grows up thinking about that especially if you still kept your husband who cheated or kept your wife who cheated and then they will be like oh like your dad he's such he's such a good father like why why do you talk like this to him and all this stuff but is he a good husband Mm -hmm. you have to ask those questions to yourself you know what i'm saying yeah and um that would also make the child see like a family differently Mm -hmm. um like marriage as well like they would look at marriage differently than what they i'm i don't no no I I totally understand what you're saying because sometimes people don't even want to get married because of what they saw their parents experience they're like I don't want to go through that because if I have because so many times we feel like because you're married to somebody you have to stay through everything you have to stay through abuse through cheating you know to not being cared for so then you're just like you know if this is it I don't want it because in marriage you can't just dip out whenever you want to whereas when it's just a relationship you can just dip because it's it's nothing legal like you're not spiritually bonded to this person like everything is just kind of surface level if that makes sense is it bad that I feel like you can still dip whenever you want to in marriage no it's not bad okay yeah but there's certain limits to it yeah if like, you don't want to stay don't no th- but you can't just leave I mean, when things get christian, hard though as a christian yeah it's different like you can't just i mean why would you marry somebody just to leave them <laughs> i mean it depends no. i was in the moment no no see marriage can't be just exactly. in the moment though you don't do that because yeah. it's much more than that exactly. you have to be ready and prepared mentally yeah, I will definitely take like um marriage classes before I do get yeah, married. Definitely. I mean, they they tell people to do that, like couples I mean, to take with the pastors. Yeah, they do that in churches. I will take like two at, at least two to three years of classes because I don't want to <laughs> fail, y'all. I mean, it's not really fun though. You know, marriage is learning. Marriage is not easy. Like it's you, a it's a process. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm the same type of way. Like when I'm talking to a dude, if the dude not doing it for me i'm dipping but like if um you know if it's marriage i know i can't dip because it's like dang i actually have to communicate with this person dang me and this person got children so now it's not whatever i do it don't even just affect me but it affects them so as a parent it's like not just doing what's best for me but what's best for my kids as well yeah commitment is important 
yeah, you have to is. remember that you committed to this um, family to the for marriage better or for worse like yeah but if you're feeling like you can't live in the family like the person is toxic then despite having children i, I think that you should you should dip yeah <laughs> dip in <laughs> yeah and in no way i feel like um neither of the parents should like let the child know someone cheated so you guys see what i mean mm-hmm. your children doesn't need to know what's going on yeah, in your relationship with yeah. your husband and everything so. exactly oh my gosh exactly because i'm being a little transparent here but it's like sometimes when your parents argue and you hear everything it's very hard to not look at them differently, differently yeah. you know you need to be able to like um you need to be able to have those conversations between y'all two and then y'all can have a family meeting and be like, okay, so kids, you know, whatever you want to say. But the kid don't have to be all up in your marriage. And I feel like that's the mistake many parents do is that they talk too much, they say too much, and then they question why this kid is questioning why y'all being together. Like Like when I was younger, a little transparent here, I asked my mom, I was like, why are you still with my dad? Because I was confused. I'm like, I'm always seeing all these issues. Like, you know, it's just a question. As a as a child, it's like you you kind of have this innocent mind, so you don't mm-hmm. think the question is that deep. Right. I mean, she asked my she told my dad she was like, Marcia said this, and my dad was like, you think I'm not a good father? This whatever. Exactly. See, that's like, the problem. Not, yeah. Like people should be able to separate marriage from the family. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's two different environments. Like what's going on with your husband or your wife shouldn't affect the dynamics of the family but it is though it's gonna affect it though yeah but like the child should not be feeling guilty or like um not loved because of how your marriage is exactly i mean when i was meant to say yeah for sure i mean when i was talking to my therapist about some things like within my family um she was just like you know like your mom she made the choice to marry your dad so don't try to fix their marriage don't try to understand it because he's just your father like i couldn't control him being my dad but my mom could control who her husband was and she chose him he chose her i mean that's what happens but it's hard as a child not to put them not to like allow who your father is to affect who you know he is as a husband like it's really hard and i've just been trying to balance that out and just because you love someone as a father or as a brother doesn't mean that you want someone like that as a husband or wife exactly just putting on just putting this out there i'll be a great wife and mother (laughs) oh my gosh do you think it's possible as a child to forgive a parent who cheated on your mom or dad yeah that's what we were saying earlier like um the, the father or the mother did not cheat on you as the child. They cheated on their partner. So mm-hmm. you have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you make it your problem, then that's different. But it really isn't. I feel like it can be your problem. Um, so if you have like a great relationship with your parents, for example, let me say I have a great relationship with my dad. If my dad end up like cheating on my mom and then has another kid, I would definitely feel yeah. cheated on. See, that's different. I would because you're talking about on. having another children, then another child, then you would be jealous of the child. Not jealous, not jealous but like, cheated on. Definitely yeah, because he has another child, but not because he had another woman. I would be jealous of both, honestly. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I would, it would affect me for Same. both. It would for affect both. that. I'm he not has saying that woman. you don't feel nothing about it. But, you but I'm that saying that care. it shouldn't. No, I no, said you shouldn't make it your problem. Oh, it is my problem in a way. Like yeah. as soon as I'm aware of that, it becomes my problem. You don't have to fix their marriage. They're not married I'm to not you. I'm not trying to fix their marriage. Then how but... is it your problem? Well, I understand what you're saying, though, Dimby, because Tress, I way, understand. In a way, I feel like it's my problem because my dad committed to my mom. He mm-hmm. committed to me. And you love them. You love your mom. You love your dad. Yeah, so, of course, so you, why it, would he cheat with someone else when yeah. he committed to us? So I, I will I feel still, cheated on. What would you say to a kid on how they cannot let that affect them, like their parents cheating? I don't know. You cannot control your emotions mm-hmm. like that. I mean, if it affects you, then it does affect you. Um, I think that you should speak to your parents or like the one that cheated and ask them questions if you feel like you need answers. But that shouldn't, um, I don't know how to say it. 
you shouldn't make it your problem and go around telling people that, oh, my dad cheated because of me. He cheated on my mom. He's not a good person and stuff like that. Or my mom cheated on my dad because of me and stuff like that. It shouldn't be this way. Oh, so you're saying like if your dad is a good father, he's still a good father despite he exactly. if he cheated or vice versa with the mom. Yes, because it, it did not cheat on you. Mm, it cheated okay. on the mom. That's the issue I I have. It, che- it cheats on the family. It cheats on us. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what I wanted to say, Stefana, is that the children should not, like, they should not be aware of what's going on in the marriage. I feel like as soon as you tell them this or that person cheated, you are giving them responsibilities. You are telling exactly, them Exactly, because why would you tell them? But things happen sometimes. You don't even have to tell them for them to know. Like, sometimes people be obvious. Then if the dad is obvious, it's because they wanted you to know. And exactly, if they want and you that to know, is disrespectful. Exactly. Do y'all feel like a child should feel obligated to know why their parent cheated? Like, if the child goes, like, why did you cheat on my mom? Do you think that the dad is obligated to tell the child? If the mom had cancer or whatever, was in the hospital, and the dad ended up cheating on the mother, I feel like as, like, the children would definitely want to know why the dad couldn't stay with their mom, why he ended up doing this. I'm not giving him an excuse. I'm saying that there are some situations where the child definitely need to hear what the father has to say or what the mother has to say for like cheating. They definitely need to hear it. They kind of, I don't know, they just need to hear it. Or like when the the person cannot have children and the other parent like goes cheating with someone else. Mm, Yeah, just to have like that short. That happens a lot in the Asian community or like it happens a lot in Haiti. Because they don't have, like, that much technology or whatever. Not technology. It's more, like, about money. I feel like I feel like it is worse in the Asian community. I mean, people living in Haiti, some of them don't have, like, the money to afford adopting or whatever. So some of the fathers would get, like, a baby mama and then there will be, like, so much drama. Yeah. And um, having another woman... I mean, having a child with another woman, I don't think it's bad if you spoke with your wife about it. Like, you both agreed that this is what you would do, then it's not bad because you talked about it. But if you didn't, then that's just straight up cheating and disrespectful. Exactly. Like, Okay, I'm sorry about this, guys. I wanted to talk to y'all more, but I have to go, unfortunately. Um, Just, like, to make my point before I leave. Family is really important. You should try, like, to have a good relationship with them. And if it's not working and you have to leave, just do it. Don't feel guilty. Your happiness comes first. Be selfish sometimes or most of the times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Be selfish and selfless at the same time. And whenever you need to use one of them, use it wisely. Um, That's basically it. And to the people out there, try not to cheat, okay? Anyways, Woo, that was a joke. I love yo. that. I love that. I love yeah. that. All right, bye. I'm not responsible. You have for to end st- it with let's get naked with it. Oh, do I? Yeah. Okay, guys, let's get naked about family, <laughs> relationships, and cheating. <laughs> All right, bye. 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 We're going to miss you. We're going to miss you. We're going to miss better. you. <laughs> yeah, like you said, I mean, everybody's marriages are different. So if if it's already like clarified between the two like you know what i'm because you know there's like monogamy and polygamy yeah polygamy so i mean everybody's different i'm not saying i stand i'm more of a monogamous person but i'm just saying it's important to just have those conversations because like if someone says hey you can go out there and and do whatever you want to do because let's say someone can't have children and y'all both agreed, then at that point, I wouldn't necessarily say that's cheating. Yeah, I definitely don't think that is a problem when both parties involved agreed on it. And it's actually something that happened in the Bible as well. Abraham? Yeah. And Sarah? Yeah. And what's the other lady name? I don't remember. I don't want to lie. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think it's a problem if they agreed on that. But if they didn't, that's just disrespect, like I said. And um, you should always try to be respectful towards your partner, um, no matter the situation. So it's so crazy because even in the Bible, like Sarah was blaming Abraham, like she couldn't stand the lady when she did birth um, right? Ishmael. So and they kicked them like... out of the house. Exactly. I, that's mm. just 
I don't know. Yeah, you have to you have to make sure you're not just saying stuff because when something do happen, you can't be mad at it because it was yeah. her idea. It was Sarah's right. idea for but, Abraham to go sleep with her. But Hagar, that was her name. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. She was a servant. So if you do decide to have children with other people, mm-hmm. and you can't really predict that you're you're gonna catch feeling for that person, so. When that comes into account, that's when I feel like the toxicity begins. That's when there's like jealousy and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you cannot predict this thing. So if you can stay away from that, I would say definitely do because you might end up regretting it later, although you accept it to, in the beginning. Um. So, yeah, I agree 100 percent with what we said. So do you think it's possible to give grace to family members who probably didn't do right by us or... And if so, what kind of steps do you think, like, you should, how you should go about it to give grace to a family member? Yes, I think you should give grace to family members when they didn't do right by you. Because as a Christian, um, the Bible says to forgive as many times as you can. So definitely do that. But don't let them disrespectful disrespect you. Um, like, let's say they do something and you're hurt by what they did. You told them that and they didn't care. It's going to hurt for a while, yes, but after a certain time, um, I feel like you should heal enough and just, like, forgive them. Because I feel like when you keep, when you hold grudges, it's just going to mess up with your mental health and make you feel bad about yourself or maybe the person. Um, So that's why I always try to forgive people, even though they did something to hurt me or that they don't realize that what they did hurt me. So, um. The way for you to do that, I don't know, pray about it. That's that's all I can say. I don't really mm-hmm. have an answer. Because a lot of times when I don't know what to do, I just pray or I tell my mom about it. So just talk to someone you feel um, is going to help you feel better mm-hmm. and definitely pray about that. Yeah, 100%. I feel like it's very important to give grace to family members because you don't want to like, have grudges against anybody that really does do something detrimental to your soul your spirit so it's just very important to just like I said have those uncomfortable conversations and to know that sometimes people won't say sorry mm-hmm. people won't care they people won't will sorry. people will be prideful and be like I didn't do that I didn't hurt you mm-hmm. but you know what happened you know what was real so I think it's just important it takes a lot of prayer and forgiveness but just moving on because healing is never for the per- for the person. It's always for you. Forgiveness is never for the person. It's always for you. Like we yeah. all need we all need grace the same way that God gives us grace. And you know, unfortunately, not everybody views it that way. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you just have to always think about it in a sense where it's like I'm doing this for me. I'm not doing this for anybody else but yeah. me. And um, like she was saying, I feel like, you know, it just like I said, like it just takes prayer and just really forgiveness. And it's not easy. It's not an easy process because especially when you needed that sorry, like say if you had a bad mother, like the person who was supposed to love you first was was the person who hurt you, who Mm -hmm. showed you like what it what it means to like be be in an environment where you're not loved, where you're not cared for. And sometimes people change, sometimes they don't. But it's like moving forward yeah and accepting the situation exactly don't be in denial exactly yeah um how do you think somebody can like what are what are the steps someone can take to move away from a toxic relationship um I'm, I'm, i'm sorry a toxic family i think that's an amazing question because i feel like anything that is not good for your mental state that's not supporting that's not loving you then you should have every right to cut it off. Sometimes you have to be selfish. Sometimes, like we always hear, like, be selfless, put your put others people before yourself. And I know it says that in the Bible, but I also, because I know the character of God, I know God is a loving, just, kind God. He would not ever want you to be in something where it's hurting you, where it's harming you, where it's re- making you um, think, sec- second guess yourself. Because just like in the Bible where God encourages us, he uplifts us, he tells us how beautiful we are, we should be getting that told from family members too. So I feel like even if it's a mother or father, if they're toxic, then you can cut it off. And I also feel like, you know, 
it takes a lot of power to still love that person, but it is still possible. But to know like, I love you, but I have to just exit this situation because it's not good for me. It's mm-hmm. not helping me grow as a person, yeah. despite who you are, you right. know, because mm-hmm. we always talk about like, be selfless and all this kind of stuff. But I feel like, like them just saying, like, you got to be selfish of your time. You have to be selfish of who you are because you yeah. don't ever want to look back or because of you're holding on to certain things because you feel obligated that I have to be in this family. It's hard for you to to grow and be better, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, what I have to say about that is sick Jesus. I, to be honest, I don't have a better answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of times we feel um, disoriented. We don't know what to do. Um, we don't want to make a hard decision, but we have to. That's life. It's a part of life. You have to do it. And when you feel like that, I feel like the only person that can help you is really Jesus. Mm-hmm. You should really pray about the situation and, um, yeah, listen to the to what God has to say. Listen, um, listen to what your gods are saying, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times people be doing things like bad things to other people or to their children without thinking about the consequences of their actions because I do feel like sometimes um, that causes generational curses and stuff like that. Do you think that general generational curses are real? A hundred percent. Which is why I feel like it's just, that's why I, I always say like, you need to cover your family by the blood of Jesus because the enemy really be working out here. And wherever there is division, wherever there is space for the enemy to intervene, He will always try to create confusion, chaos, which is why you have to be like, you don't know what your ancestors did, which is why like many people be out here worshiping their ancestors and giving so much power to their ancestors. But you really are probably praising demons or accepting demons. And now it's causing the same issues your grandparents or your great grandparents dealt with. Now you have to deal with that. Yeah, generational curses are very real in the Asian um, community. Like I hear that a lot. A lot of times when people do stuff that they cannot control, we often hear other people say that it's because of a curse placed on their families and stuff like that. Um, I don't think it's fair to the person, like to the child, but the parents did do something bad and now, the curse is placed on their family. It's their fault and that's their consequences. And I think that as a child, um, you can break the curse as long as you pray to God and you ask for grace and forgiveness. He will listen to you and stuff. But it's also biblical that when you do something bad, that a curse will be placed on your family. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just anything, though. Um, I, I don't remember exactly what it says. It's not just any sin that you do. There's going to be a, a curse placed on your family. Mm-hmm. Um I know a lot of people, like parents, they're saying things like, why is my child like this to me? Why are they so disrespectful and stuff like that? And then they just forgot that this is how they were with their actual parents when they were children. And um, so that's how it is. So you're, you're behaving a certain way towards your parents. Expect your child to behave that, that same way with you, even though like you're changed as a person, like you don't believe in that specific kind of stuff anymore and stuff like this but still like it's kind of like a curse so the child is going to be the same way and if they want to change then they will change and be a different person but yeah pray over your children yes that's so important to pray over your yeah children. and asians say that a lot don't say don't don't say bad things about your children like mm-hmm. yeah because you're you're be... speaking into existence yes because tongue the power of tongue is very big like it's great and people don't realize that a lot of times. Yeah. And especially because I feel like even in the Haitian community, because they use this a lot where they'd be like, um, God says to honor your mother and father. Mm-hmm. But they never speak about the verse that's after that, where it says fathers do not provoke your children to anger, but right. bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Yeah. They don't be talking about that. I never, and I never heard them say that, actually. Yeah, and yeah. they don't sit right well with me. That's what I'm saying. It's like parents feel like they just saw the next verse. They're like, oh, no. It's like you're looking at that child beneath you. And that's mm-hmm. that's my problem. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's really And a important. lot of times they have, like, high expectations on their children and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Do you think that's a negative thing for a parent to have expectations yes. for their child? Yes, for sure. I feel like 100% it's a negative thing, like... Like I said earlier, you know, you have to when you bring a child into this world, you just have to know they may become anything. 
you may agree with it you may not agree with it but like and i feel like even haitians a lot they be having those those expectations because they wasn't a doctor they want their child mm-hmm. to be a doctor but right. i'm just like not because you want to be a doctor that mean i have to be a doctor yeah, like you like, understand what i'm saying they want their children to live their dream like exactly their life exactly their and life. that and that's not fair and i feel like they do that a lot it's it's like and it's about also like parents um, and I see this in the Haitian community a lot is like they just want to flex like my child mm-hmm. did this so it can right. seem like I did a good job. So raising if that child them. raising them. Exactly. Yeah. So if that child doesn't become an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer, it's like, oh, my gosh, I felt in life. Mm-hmm. And then it's like at that point, many kids and not even just in Asian community, but many kids as well, like they go, they do jobs that they hate. They're probably really educated. They're very smart, but they hate it because that that parent had an expectation on them that they feel like they had to fulfill not knowing that you're like 35 and you're like dang I've been living for people but I never lived for myself now you have resentment against your mom your dad when it's just like I mean yeah it sucks but you you made that decision to go through with it you know yeah um I was gonna say that I don't think it's a bad thing to have expectation for a child but you shouldn't push them um, to be someone that they're not. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I expect my children to be respectful. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'm going to work for them to be respectful. I'm going to create an environment where they can be nothing but respectful. Mm-hmm. So if you don't create that environment for your child to be what you expect them to be, then how can you... Healthy like, how expectations. Do you want them? Yeah. yeah. How do you want them to be that? Um, so it's it's. I don't think it's bad it's okay to have expectations and stuff, but don't force it on people. Mm-hmm. Like, not everybody is going to be the way that you think that they should be or the way you think is, is good. You see, when I heard expectations, I quit. I just subconsciously placed it in a negative connotation right. <laughs> um, just because I just feel like that's what I, what I think it's of or things I've experienced common. more common. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, like, healthy expectations. Like, yes, if I have a kid, you're going to be respectful to people, like, we're not having disrespectful children here yeah. not in my household no <laughs> no that's that's not cute All right. no <laughs> it, it really is it i don't know people be laughing at children being disrespectful like and what's funny like, about it yeah like what's cute i don't know it's, it's giving confusion <laughs> so do you think that it's like a good thing for people to be saying things like what happens in the family stays in the family or like you you wash your dirty laundry in the family i feel like it it's a bad thing because I feel like many times there could be things going on in the family that is really not good. Like, say, if there's, like, rape happening in the family and, say, if your parent says, you know, don't say anything, don't mention this to anybody else, that can be really hurtful because that child can grow up carrying that secret and it becomes, like, such a huge burden because you feel like you can't tell it to anybody else and then Mm -hmm. that's limiting you from growing right but I also feel like there's certain things you do have to be careful like just don't go out here telling everybody your business Mm -hmm. about what's going on and because you don't want everybody in in your life in your family because you don't want anybody looking at you differently Mm -hmm. so I feel like if you don't if you wouldn't want that for you you shouldn't do that for like towards other people right depends on the situation um like you said like something like rape definitely you should not just keep it in the family it doesn't make no sense first of all it's rape and second of all it's incest so definitely i don't understand people that make their child like keep that as a secret and not telling anybody else about it i feel like that if a child is going through something like that like sexual harassment within the family even though your parents tell you things like don't don't tell anybody about it or we're gonna cut you off and stuff like that just accept that as the consequence for your mental health like just tell other people about it and they don't love you exactly exactly they if somebody tells you that they don't love you like at all Mm -hmm. so definitely do talk to other people about it and just let them be and you don't need that that kind of person in your life to be honest you don't you don't need someone who's gonna make you like keep things secret things that are gonna hurt you because many times parents be in denial like their their kid will come to them and be like my uncle did this mm-hmm. to me and though they may know it's true they're like oh my gosh why would you say that right. you're lying now you're gonna have that child never say anything exactly. to you and that will also cause them in future relationships to never say anything because right. 
the person who they went to, like I said earlier, that was supposed to love them, that was supposed to mm -hmm. listen to them, accept them, has dismissed them. Yeah. So now they're going to feel like, dang, the next person I go to, they're never ever going to listen to me. So why even say anything, even when I don't like this or right. I don't agree with this? I feel like parents in this situation should always trust the child and believe what they say. Exactly. I don't think anybody in the right mind would like fake being raped by a family member, mm -hmm. especially a child. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think any child would do that. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely say believe the child unless you can, until you can prove them wrong. Like you can prove that what they said was a lie. I'm going to believe my child every time. Yeah. <laughs> give the children space to grow and express themselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that happens a lot in like black households too. Like African-American households where they're just like, don't say anything. Mm -hmm. And now it's like a whole bunch of like dirty laundry in the family. And it's like 20 years after they. Yeah. And they're finally speaking out. Yeah. And you realize like it's that too late. that's not your mom. Somebody else is your mom. So it's just like, it's, it's so much. So just, just be honest in the beginning, despite I understand. Cause I feel like not, I don't understand about the rape part, but I was <laughs> Yeah. I was going to bring a different topic in where it's just like sometimes parents, they they want they they want their family to look like the perfect family. They right. don't want nobody thinking anything of it because now they feel like they're less valued. Like, mm -hmm. say, if you're an amazing wife and your husband is cheating on you, you're not going to want people knowing mm -hmm. he's cheating on you because you're going to now you're going to feel like people are going to label it as she's not doing enough because right. that happens a lot many it times does, we try yeah. to like have a a reason but really it's like no matter how good you are if they want to if they, they want to cheat they would like yeah. you can do everything you can cook you can clean you could be the best mother if they want to cheat they're gonna cheat exactly it sucks but it happens right which is why you can never tie your value into what somebody else's what somebody else does yeah it, it's and that's why it'd be so hard for the kids do feel like they can keep it real with their parents because of how perfect yeah. they want to make their family and stuff like that yeah for sure so the child feels like they cannot be like real. they can't mess up yeah like if if you think something is bad then you can oh, make i can't tell my mom because she already thinks that's the best thing in the world so yeah no for sure i mean there is a perfection syndrome i mean Steph said that outside <laughs> yeah. of the pod. I don't know if it's a thing. <laughs> I mean, we all be experiencing that if it is a thing. But yeah, like when your when your parents or your family try to like be quiet about everything and they try to make it seem like they have the happy life, now you're gonna think you're gonna place that same expectation they place on themselves. You're gonna think like I have to be like that now. Like that I have to so I have to pretend, even though like you know you don't really have it all together or like life has been tough or your marriage your your relationship hasn't been working but because that's what you were exposed to as a child now you're gonna set that expectation on yourself which is like so sad because like many times kids go to school and they may not even want to go to I'm talking about like university like mm -hmm. a college they may not want that but they feel like that's gonna define who they are like because Within my parents family. did this, because mm -hmm. they're so smart and they have all the degrees, now I have to do that. A lot of times, the parents don't have degrees, but they just expect the child to be, like, the best exactly. version. That's what I'm, I was saying earlier. They, they want the child to live their dream. Mm -hmm. Like, they failed at it, or maybe they didn't even try. Mm -hmm. And now they have a child, and they just expect that child to live out their dreams. Um, and that's, I, I think that's just toxic. And it, no parents should put such pressure on the child i feel like as a parent you should you should be able to show your parent your kids that it's okay to make mistakes that right. it's okay to have losses because when your kid sees that they can also see that these two people that i look up to they're not so perfect and that's okay so that shows me that i don't have to be that perfect and i feel like that's why many times as a when you're a teenager adulting can be like so scary especially when you're a young adult because your parents made it seem so easy but you're out here like having so much trouble you're just like oh my gosh am I stupid am I dumb like why can't I get it but they got it yeah um I feel like a kid should always feel like they can keep it real with their parents no matter their age or whatever they should be always they should always be able to express themselves without hiding their emotions and stuff like that mm -hmm. and that's um even though you you feel like your parent may not support you in this way if you think that this is the best thing for you then you should be able to talk to them about it and also i was just gonna say that if you're doing something that you don't want your child questioning 
then don't do it. Meaning if you know you don't want your child coming to you questioning why you're not treating my mother this way or why you cheated or why you're treating my father this way, why mom we cheated, then don't do it. Because many times we put ourselves in these uncomfortable situations but you have to be okay with dealing with the consequences if you want to do something yeah and that goes both ways like as a child if you don't want your parents questioning something that you would you do then it's best that you don't do it um especially if you still live in their house so that's just respect yeah and to know that it's always okay to do what's best for you even when your family may not support it especially if it's a healthy decision if you know that it's gonna put you to where you to where you need to be sometimes you just have to get out and be uncomfortable though you have no so no support yes you have to be comfortable doing things on your own with no support system Mm -hmm. yeah because even if you do have that support system they're not going to be around forever Mm -hmm. you know things happen i don't know um so you should always try to find a way to motivate yourself without Mm -hmm. needing other people there to support you Mm -hmm. get comfortable with being uncomfortable yep that's yeah. a word but yes thank you guys for listening we are so grateful me Demji, and stefana we love you all so much and let's get next with it hey.